Now, the Albanese government set to invest an extra $262.3 million in the next, the 2023-24 budget to address what's been described as chronic underfunding of Australia's iconic national parks. Now, in a statement this morning, the federal government said that our national parks have been left with broken infrastructure, out-of-date equipment and inadequate facilities. Now, joining me on the line is the Minister for Environment and Water, Tanya Plibersek. Good morning to you, Minister. Great to be with you again, Katie. Now, Minister, firstly, how much exactly for the Northern Territory and indeed Kakadu as part of this announcement? Well, we're more than doubling funding to national parks, as you said, uh, $262.3 million over four years. And uh, a fair share of that will come to the Northern Territory, to Kakadu and to Uluru. And uh, that'll be clear in coming weeks as we approach the budget. But this comes on top of the existing spending and it comes on top of $276 million, which we're investing in Kakadu to upgrade the infrastructure. That money is already committed. That's being rolled out right now. This is in addition. So we're talking about 110 new jobs uh, and we're talking about making up for really 10 years of neglect by the previous government. I've, I've been, obviously, to um, Kakadu not so long ago and the ranges there and the people whose businesses depend on Kakadu have been really disappointed by the, the lack of investment in keeping the facilities up to date uh, and the lack of investment in managing things like feral animals and, and invasive weeds. So uh, probably the worst example I heard was yep. um, broken and missing crocodile uh, warning signs. You, you know, if you're a, a visitor mm. um, from overseas in particular, that's the sort of thing that you really should be able to rely on. Oh, absolutely. And I think for us locals, we sort of understand that there um, does seem to have been a real underspend in Kakadu and a lack of maintaining in a lot of different areas, on roads, on infrastructure, on, on various different things. But it seems as though there's always money announced for Kakadu, but it doesn't seem to make a huge difference. So what is this funding going to go towards? Yeah, well, you're quite right that the, the previous government announced $276 million for Kakadu and they spent 17 out of $276 wow. million. And since coming to government, we've already spent $55 million on upgrading Kakadu, including, you know, great projects like the Kales Crossing crocodile, crocodile viewing platform. I mean, you know, our visitors love um, viewing crocodiles. But yeah, you can you see a lot there. A, a distance between <laughs> you and the crocodile when you're doing it, a safe distance. So investments like that are really important. But the, the other stuff that we'll be doing with this new money is really quite basic stuff like the, the you know, roof coming off the um, the the uh, um, uh, ranger station at Jim Jim Falls is, you know, the, there's not drinking water at some yeah. of these campgrounds for the people who want to go camping there, making sure that the signage and the educational and interpretive um, uh, information's right, so we'll be upgrading the Warajan uh, Visitor Centre. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of great plans here, and of course, that's about the visitors' infrastructure. We've got a $166 billion tourism industry here in Australia. We want our international and our domestic visitors to get the best possible experience when they go to these iconic places. It's also about better managing nature. I mean, th these places are World Heritage listed because they are unique. They are you know, gems in the crown of Australian nature. 
um, the fact that we haven't been uh, we haven't been putting the funding in to deal with feral animals, yeah. to deal with invasive weeds. The, the last two extinctions that happened in Australia happened on Christmas Island, uh, and that, that's just not right. I mean, these places, uh, if we invest in dealing with things like the feral cats on Christmas mm. Island, we see a huge benefit for our animals and our plants. So what are, you know, what are the, uh, the feral animals that we're most concerned about at Kakadu at this point and what kind of management are we going to see with that? Well, we'll do uh, a lot of work with traditional owners and when I say there's 110 new jobs here, 30% of park staff are Indigenous staff, so making sure we're working with traditional owners on feral animal management is really important. But, you know, we know that water buffalo, for example, are are trampling some, um, if they get in numbers too large, they're really trampling those wetland areas in in a way that's bad for the native animals there. We're always worried about cats. Uh, we're worried about, um, you know, pigs, goats, cats, yeah. really harmful. So there's a million feral cats in Australia, and on average, every one of them kills six animals a night. There's six million animals a night killed by feral cats in Australia. Um, we've got uh, problems like um, insects, uh, you know, if you, if you get yellow crazy ants or other mm. sorts of uh, invasive insects, they can do... They're only tiny, but they can do an enormous amount of damage once they get into the natural environment. So uh, wherever you've got animals that don't belong there, feral animals, introduced species like that, we've got to get right on top of them. Yeah. Now, Minister, I know that you're uh, not the tourism minister. This announcement's obviously happening as part of uh, those portfolios for environment and uh, and water. But I think one of the big things for us here in the Northern Territory as well is we know that we've got this national gem. We know that Kakadu is incredible, as is, you know, the likes of, of Uluru in Central Australia. But... Um, it is so incredibly expensive to be able to get uh, your family or your friends to visit from interstate or overseas due to those airline, um, you know, to the ticket prices. Like, it's insane at this point. Is there anything happening on that national scale to really try to help more regional parts of Australia to get more tourists to our locations? Yeah, look, I, I really agree with you. It, it, it is one of the biggest barriers for Australians travelling around Australia, isn't it? Some of yeah. those domestic air fears are really frightening. And, and you know, it's always, it always strikes me as such a shame that you can get a cheaper holiday overseas sometimes than you can in your own backyard when we've got so much to share. Look, we do have a, um, we do have a, a tourism strategy that my colleague Minister, um, Senator Don Farrell is rolling out and I'll leave the details for him to describe. But, um, Katie, you know, our own, our own backyard in Australia is so beautiful and so worth visiting. We need to make sure people have a great experience and that it's affordable. Well, Minister for Environment and Water, Tanya Plibersek, we always appreciate your time. Thank you very much for joining us on the show this morning. And uh, we're looking forward to the finer detail, of course, when the budget is handed down, uh, well, early next month. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you.